Welcome to Beyond Grit, the podcast that seeks to create and foster a community of people who want to learn, develop, and employ the 10 powerful practices to gain a high-performance edge. Whether you're an athlete, a parent, a coach, or just someone looking to improve yourself, the Beyond Grit podcast shows you step-by-step how to reach your peak potential. The Beyond Grit podcast is based on the book Beyond Grit, written by Sandra Kampoff, PhD, founder, and CEO of Mentally Strong Consulting, and a professor at Minnesota State University, Mankato. Sindra, a keynote speaker and entrepreneur, is also a certified mental performance coach for professional athletes, executives, and championship teams from around the nation, including the NFL's Minnesota Vikings. Sindra's co-host is Tim McNiff, Emmy Award-winning news and sports journalist, strategic communications consultant, and storyteller for the National Sports Center. This is the Beyond Grit Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beyond Grit Podcast, episode 29. I'm Tim McNiff, alongside PhD, Cinder Kampoff, certified mental performance coach, keynote speaker, esteemed professor at Minnesota State University, Mankato, and founder and CEO of Mentally Strong Consulting, which, of course, provides keynotes and trainings to business and sports teams seeking to help you, your staff, or your athletes gain the High Performance Edge. And, of course, you can contact Sindra via email, Sindra at SindraCampoff.com. And if there was ever a time you needed a mental performance coach of the value, the excellence of a Sindra Campoff, it is now. Right? Uh-huh. Am I right? Well, I definitely, yes. Yes and yes. I feel like there's so much change that is happening, Tim, that I, like, I'm realizing more and more ever than before that, like, our mindset is what keeps us going this time and not let us getting so fearful or, um, you know, anxious. So, absolutely, we all need mental performance coaching, and this is what you get on the podcast, right? Well, you can't take a day off from training your mind. You know that. I know that. I haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> you never do. And and I'm trying. But you know what I've really noticed? And we're recording this at the time. We are still uh, in the midst of the uh, pandemic of, of 2020. And I'm preaching to the choir when I say this, but everyone is so short-tempered. We've yeah. lived in this society where we are so used to getting whatever we want immediately. And if we don't get it or get our way, we start to melt down. There has never been more of a need to be gritty than right now. And you know what? There's not a lot difference between the words gritty and grace. Mm. I mean that. Yeah, we need both of them. You know, I think grit means like sticking with things even when it's difficult. And grit means, you know, like I just was recording this episode of uh, the High Performance Mindset Podcast, which is the the one I also run. And um, I was talking about how like you might think that you should just like abandon your goals from January, right? But I don't think we need to do that. I think we need to go back and maybe pivot and adjust but we can still stay excited and passionate about what we're doing, which is grit. But grace is so important, too, because if we're not kind to ourselves and others along the way, we won't be able to do very well. Yeah, and sometimes you have to grit your teeth. I mean, people yeah. are you know, losing their bleep over the fact that, you know, you, I'm not wearing a mask. 
or right. or you know they're not wearing a mask well they might have they might have a valid reason for not wearing a mask you right. don't know yeah. so i just choose to give people the benefit of the doubt yeah. you know i make this choice for myself to try to protect myself to try to protect not bringing something back home to my family that i don't want to and i try to avoid them you know if i can i'm not going to try to to confront them but i'm telling you what i think the chance that i've had to read this book to work with you has prepared me for this i think awesome. i'm better prepared than a lot of people are for this because and i like the whole idea of being gritty i used to think of it just in the sports context of you know staying in there and grinding and hanging in yeah it's, it's so life affirming i mean it just really is and it doesn't that whole thing of doing that sometimes it means tolerating being tolerant keeping your mouth shut just taking the high road and that's why i'm saying to me there's a lot of times there's not a lot of difference between being gritty and grace absolutely i think both are so important right now so absolutely and i'm excited tim about what we're talking about today and this practice is really about staying in the present and i think like grit and grace and staying in the present moment is so important right now because we can live so much in the future and that doesn't help us be at our best right now. Or to think about the past. Wow, it's not as good as it used to be. I used to be able to do this. It's yes. not fair that my child who's graduating can't do this. Guess what? You just have to make the best of this moment. It's about being present. So yeah, we're in practice six, which is all about owning the moment. And I think sometimes people think of, oh, I got to own it in a great moment. No, you just got to make the best of the bad moments. The good moments will take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So again, man, why? I think we should have you on like nightly news every night, just saying <laughs> something. Awesome. The world would be such a great place if like everyone was doing mindset training. So like I'm open to that. <laughs> it, it sure couldn't be worse. I'll tell you that. Much. That's true. So before we get into chapter 29, we should take a look back in the rearview mirror at chapter 28. And that was about being mindful. And her mm -hmm. homework was to practice uh, mindfulness. And, and working to bring your mind back to the present moment. And um, why were you having us do that? So we talked about how mindfulness is really just paying attention in the present on purpose, non-judgmentally. And I think right now during this time of COVID-19, it's really important where athletes aren't being able to compete like they were before. Our life has definitely changed. And so mindfulness is just being in the present moment, but not judging yourself, having grace, like you just mentioned, Tim, uh, but really choosing to be awake in the moment. And for me, like I've been doing this more and more, I think because I am less on the go. And so I'm able to do it a little bit better and more naturally. And it's been fun just to be with my family and my kids more. And I think that's what I'm hearing a lot of people say, like, isn't it really nice that you know, we're not running from thing to thing and we're able just to be really uh, present more often. Well, and, and in my case, um, my girls are both, you know, college graduates. Yeah. And, and so one, we brought her home from New York and now she's been here for a couple months. And do I feel bad for her because this is not where she's supposed to be? I do. But at the same time, this is bonus time. I mean, I've watched my two girls get so close to each other because guess what? They're, they're in this thing together. And I think in that case, it really is a gift. It is. Yeah. Uh, chapter 29 is all about attack the process. And you start with a compelling story about an Olympian by the name of Brenda Martinez. Would you share? I would love to share. So I watched this race and in 2016, 
Brenda was positioned to win like the 800 meters at the trials. Like most people expected that she was going to be the, the one that was going to win. And with 100 meters to go, another competitor made a move and uh, she tripped. And so she didn't fall all the way, but she stumbled because this other competitor clipped the back of her toes. And um, what I think was amazing about that is those two women who were supposed to go one and two, right? They, they, they did not finish in the top three, so they didn't go to the Olympic Games. But afterwards, she said this she responded, not reacted, right? So she gained control of her response and she said, the track doesn't care about my feelings. You've got to move forward. And what I think is powerful about that is she was able to intervene with herself, right? And there's so many other athletes who I've seen who would have taken it personally and really been frustrated. And so the power of this is she was able to be really mentally tough in the moment and her next race was the 1500 meters. And uh, she it was, again, down to the wire, and she was able to get that third spot by, by three one-hundredths of a second. <laughs> so she, it was like, a, you know, a finish line kind of race. The person who leaned in more was able to win, and that was Brenda. And she said, like, her, the key was she just quickly let go of what happened in the 800 meters, got back to her process, got back to her routine, that, which said – that said she gave her the best chance of winning. And I think that's really what we're talking about today is like attacking the process, not getting so caught up in the outcome, but really attacking the small things that are going to allow you to be successful. So let's talk about that, attacking the process. In your mind, for, for those of us who would never be an Olympic athlete, I mean, sure. how, how do we go about attacking the process? So great question. And the process is really the small things that we have to do to be at our best every day. And Sometimes we can get so attached to the outcome, like, oh, um, maybe in sports it might be, well, we didn't win or I didn't, uh, you know, run or swim as fast as I wanted to. And that there's some danger in that because it, we lack motivation when we stay focused on the outcome. It leads to frustration and blame. But the process is really the small things we have to do to, every day to be successful. So that might be me, like in my business, okay, here are the small things I have to do every day to be successful. When I do that every day, then that leads to my outcome. But I have to be less attached to the outcome because the outcome is really things that I can't control, but I can stay focused on the process. So to help you do that, you'd want to break down what your goal is and then what are the small steps every day that you need to do to get there. So if like for Brenda, it was having a positive attitude, reducing the stress so she could really be at her best and move on quickly to the next race. And, and it's it kind of that counterproductive, counterproductive is not the word I'm looking for, but it's, it's that um, thinking of don't think about the outcome. Yeah. Think about the process and the outcome will take care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then you also point out in this chapter – uh, the, the mistake that we all make, especially I'll go back to the game of golf. I mean, so it's like you want to do well and you hit a bad shot. And if you don't let go of that one bad shot, suddenly it's two, three. And before you know it, there's a nine iron in the back of a holding pond or something like that. So what about over trying? Oh, over trying is something that we all can experience um, and I have seen this most in pro athletes <laughs> when they they want the outcome so bad that they try way too hard. And so then they, what, what happens is this leads to 
like pressing is what we'd maybe say in football, where we force things instead of let things happen and we worry about the score or the future or the competition. And so I think this is important, Tim, because sometimes we think that the harder we try, the more that we're going to be successful. But it's actually quite the opposite. Like we have to care more about the process. You know, Nick Saban, um, Alabama's football coach, man, I really like watching him. And he has implemented the game, the mental game for many years. And that's one of the reasons that Alabama is so successful. He says like um, whenever he catches his players worried about the outcome, he tells them to to dominate the next 60 minutes. So he says, like, don't look at the scoreboard as one of their philosophies. We simply have to be focused on the process to become a champion. And over trying just leads to us focusing on the outcome, which doesn't help us. No, it's, it, it is. It's all about the process. And this isn't just in sports. I mean, this, this really is something that we can say, whether it's business or weight loss or you know, yeah. just trying to get a better grade in a class. Yeah. Or let's say, let's say you also want to uh, get a promotion at work. Uh, there's a client I'm working with who really wants a VP role and he hasn't gotten it, but it's so out of his control. All he can do is focus on the small things that he can do to be at his best because, you know, it's his boss, the president who decides if he's going to get promoted or not. So it's like, what can you do every day to be at your best? And when you look at the top executives, athletes, coaches, they're all fo focused on the really the fundamentals. What are the small things I have to do to be successful? Like I think even as an entrepreneur, Tim, sometimes people can be focused on how many likes they get on Facebook or how many people retweets they get. Well, how about it's more about like just sharing your knowledge. That's the process instead of worrying about if people are going to like it or not. Well, but speaking of people like it or not, did you spend any time watching The Last Dance? Yes. We are through uh, episode eight, and then we forgot to record nine and ten, so we had to go back and record it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's a man who said, I wasn't there to be your friend. I was there to get a championship and to bring you along, and I had to do whatever I had to do to get you there so you could experience it. So everyone's process is different, and you might not agree with someone else's process, but there's a guy who is all about the process. All about it. And, and you notice like what that led to in terms of success. There's also something really interesting that I noticed, Tim, and I don't know if you noticed this, but Michael would find like anything to get motivated. Like he would use people's negative comments. At one point, he even like um, made something up about what somebody said about him. So he would get that fire in his belly. And, you know, that's all about our response to adversity. Are we, like, shrinking or are we rising above? So I thought that was fascinating, um, that just the way that he responded and he was, you know, anything could get him going. You know, when I used to coach football and I was at a program that was very successful at that time, and, you know, you'd, you'd jump out to a big lead, the guys would come out hungry, and then they would start to coast. And it's very difficult to keep that hunter mentality. And I would just yeah. we always try to repeat that to the boys. You better still be hunting because if you're not hunting, guess what? Somebody's hunting you. you I know, like it, that. Yeah. So it's either eat or be eaten. You know, that's, that's what it's coming down to. Okay. Do we have homework for this week? 
We do. So the homework would be like to examine what your daily process is. And the way that you want to do that is think about a goal that you have. You could either say a one-year goal or a longer range goal, like a five or a 10-year goal. And then what I, I want you to write that goal down and then outline the steps that it's going to take you to get there. That's what the process is. So what do you need to do day in and day out to be successful? What are the daily steps that you need to really get reach that goal and to achieve those results? Like, uh, what is the, where do you want that daily focus to be? And that's what your um, homework is, is to outline what the process is for you. And your high-performance power phrase. I attack the process it takes for me to reach my highest potential. I keep my eyes on the prize. That's your goal. But my focus on the process daily. Enjoy the process. It's not about the destination. It is about the process. Uh, You have a gritty person of the week this week. It's hard not to go to like everyone in that's helping us right now, like the the doctors, the nurses, the healthcare providers, the grocery store workers. Um, But you know what? I'm going to I'm going to call Governor Waltz out. If you're listening to this in Minnesota, that's our governor. And I think what a tough job he has. Mm -hmm. And he's not keeping everyone happy. Uh, but he's, you know, doing what he thinks is right. So, um, and I'm not, I'm not uh, affiliated with him, <laughs> my political party or anything like that. But I'm just going to call him out and say, like, he, you know, all those leaders who are making really tough decisions right now, my heart goes out to you. And stay gritty, stay purposeful, stay passionate about what you're doing, even when you're getting the criticism. It's funny because sometimes we've talked about this before we go on. We didn't talk about this this week. And I don't know that I would have chosen him, but I did think about him because here you have so many people who started out supporting him are so frustrated by his decision-making process. And and then you have on the other side, you still have the Nurses Association showing up and saying, we have been at this for more than 50 days. And we are exhausted. And we still don't have enough PPE. And we still don't have enough staff. We still don't have enough beds or ventilators. You can't stop being gritty and just all of a sudden say you're going to just do whatever you like live life before because these people are saying you don't see it the way we do. So he's got, to, he's got to allow people to try to work and to try to get outside and to try to live. At the other point, he's got to respect those people who are on the front lines of this whole thing. So you're right. It's a – boy, it's not, a, not an easy situation uh, to be in, the, in the, that particular role. And yes, acknowledging all of the people who are on the front lines and have been for so long, our hats are off to you. Um, nothing but love and thanks. And it was easier for people to say that the first couple of weeks, but I don't think we can forget that those people, we may be getting tired of this whole thing. They're still at it and they're still on the front lines. Let's be gritty. Let's be graceful with each other. And let's not contribute to this thing any more than we have to. Things to put on the grit board. You should put on your grit board, attack the process. So you remember what you need to do every day. You might even write down two or three things on what that process is for you. But for sure, attack the process, write that on your grit board. Stay aggressive, be the hunter for sure. Um, Any last words before you send us out? 
I wish everyone the best. This weekend is Memorial Day, right? So it's it's fun to um, you know, and and we can, now we can get together with ten people. Is that right? With up to ten distancing, right? So uh, be safe, be smart, <laughs> uh, and be mentally strong. I think that's so important right now is to make sure this mind is working for you. Live more in the present. Take a deep breath, get your attention back to the present and the process, which is really the only place you're at your best. And that's why I think the power of today's message is all about. Check out the book. Check out the, uh, this, this podcast, obviously. And then throughout the week, you'll notice Dr. Kampoff is posting all the time. She's uh, always working, um, gritty, going at it, attacking the process. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for this opportunity. Your work is absolutely uh, stellar, required, and I'm thankful that uh, I've had this opportunity. And I'm, I'm just going to go and say that for everyone else that's here, too, we thank you. Well, that's nice, Tim. I'm grateful that you that you say that. <laughs> and it's always fun to talk to you. Um, if you got any value of this uh, during this podcast or of this episode or you've been watching, we'd love for you to head over wherever you're listening iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, I, I, uh, Apple Podcasts. There we go. Uh, leave us a rating and review. We'll read it next time on the podcast. So we'd love to read your rating and review. Just And keep coming back. Thanks for joining us. For Dr. Kampoff, I'm Tim McNiff. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, everybody, stay gritty. Thank you for engaging with the Beyond Grit Podcast, where we help you reach your peak potential. You can find past episodes and other great content on the NSE blog page, Beyond the Bench, where you can also post your questions and comments. The Beyond Grit Podcast is a production of the National Sports Center and Beyond the Bench.